Hello, this is Casey with You Are The Limit, here to bring you some great news, some exciting news. If you like what you hear on this podcast, well, do not, and I mean do not hesitate to reach out to me and inquire about me speaking at your event today. I'm running some specials, so reach out to me right now and see what those specials are. I'm talking right now, not tomorrow. Make a decision right now. Info at youarethelimit.com. Info at youarethelimit.com. Act now. Welcome to Mindset Matters, where universal law and law of attraction are exemplified and applied to individuality for self-empowerment. Now, here's your host. You are the limit. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is You Are The Limit with Mindset Matters. I'm so excited to come back to you today. The theme as of recent has been perception. Now, you see me on TikTok, right, talking about these different pictures, and you look at the pictures, and then you you guess what it is. And then I put the picture back up, and then I tell you what it is, and what happens. Your perception changes. So most of the time... Okay, not all the time because some people guess at what the pictures were of the first shot. So, I mean, it doesn't apply to everybody, you know, but check this out. You're looking at something and you perceive it a certain way. Okay, like the first picture or one of the first pictures I did was uh, a pair of pots or like there's like six pots. So, it's a bottom of old pots, correct? Now, what happened was when you first look at it, to me even, it looks like planets. They look like planets in a solar system. It's like that's easy. They're like, <laughs> Casey, come on, man. These are planets, right? That's that's what you know people had said. And it's funny. And then I put the picture back up there and told them what it really was. And I told them it was the bottom of old frying pans. Now, then you look at the picture and you're like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see that. What happens? Your perception shifts. Why? Because somebody told you what the picture actually is. But before you perceive the picture being something different. Like there's another one that was an actual, actually a car door, but the way that the, uh, it was, I don't know if it was like the dirt or even ice or whatever formed on that door. And then on the handle, it looked like there was a little, uh, like light coming down. It looked like a UFO and it looked like it was beaming somebody up. Right. But then you look at the picture again and I says, it's a side of a car door. And people are like, Oh, and then the fun one I put up was the one that looked like M&M's. Because, you know, it wasn't really M&M's, but it was pretty fun. I mean, it was kind of obvious. A lot of people got it, but I put it up there just for fun because M&M's are fun. I mean, why not, right? It's M&M's. It's fun. It's candy. It's sweet. All that stuff. So what they were is there were three pound dumbbells. And I thought this was so funny because a lot of people got it. We have a lot of smart people out there. You guys are all smart, right? But you got to you got to check out the TikTok channel if you haven't yet. It's you are the limit. Okay. You are the limit. That's my TikTok channel. You are the limit. So type that in. If you're a TikTok fan, check it out. Um, if not, that's fine too. I've been posting the videos on my Instagram and also Facebook as well. My Instagram is, uh, you are the limit underscore mindset matters. You are the limit underscore mindset matters. And then Facebook, I'm K C and then Husler H E U S L E R. That's my Facebook, so you can catch me there too. Or you are the limit on Facebook as well. 
So, let's get down to this, okay? Let's get down to what's going on here. What what was I trying to prove by putting these pictures up and telling you what they really were? What am I trying to prove? Okay, see, in life, we have perception, all right? The way it's described, I like to tell people, is you have a set of eyes that are conditioned to think and look at things a certain way. Now, when you look at things, situations, feelings, emotions, thoughts, other people's actions, with these eyes. Now, other people describe them as a pair of goggles, a pair of glasses, sunglasses, however you want to describe it. But these pair of eyes have been formed and built by the experiences that you went through as a child, your environment, your parents who raised you, your aunts and uncles, everybody who helped raise you and you surrounded yourself with, friends, family, everybody had an influence on how you perceive things when you grow up. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, that doesn't matter, but it did have an impact on it, right? So, for example, a person who comes from parents who abuse them. What are they going to do when they have kids? They're going to do the same thing. Why? Because that's all they know. So the set of eyes, the way they see and do things is exactly how their parents did to them. Even though they may have promised and sworn up and down that they're not going to do that to their kids because they don't want to put their kids through what they went through. But they still do it. Why? Because their perception is that's the normality of the situation. You understand? So they're used to going through abuse. They're used to being abused. Abused, I'm sorry. So when they start having kids, they have no other choice but to think that that's normal. When in reality, physical abuse to a child is not normal. Now, there is such thing as spanking a child and abusing a child, right? But what's right, what's wrong, What's indifferent to you is all in the perception that has been built in your childhood. Okay? That's very strong for you you to understand that. Why? Because if you start looking into how your parents were or whoever raised you, I should say your guardians. Let's say that because some people weren't raised by their parents. Some people were adopted. Some people, you know, their parents, you know, couldn't financially take care of them. So somebody else stepped up, their grandma or something like that. So your guardians, the people that surrounded you as a child, when we come into this world, we're innocent, we're pure. We don't know what the heck we're doing, right? So we depend on our caretakers, our guardians to show us and teach us what to do and how to do life. Okay, now this may be right. This may be wrong. It doesn't matter. But what happens is what happens when we're a child to us becomes our truth, becomes our reality, becomes the way that we see things becomes the way that we see the world. Let's just say our guardians never talked about feelings. That's just that they didn't talk about feelings. They didn't talk about how they felt about certain things. They just swept things under the rug and hope things went away. And then when you become an adult, you turn face to to all the problems and stuff that's going on in your life. And then you get married and you don't share your feelings. And then you start wondering, well, you know, or this person that you marry or whatever starts wondering, Hey, how come you don't share your feelings? Like, I want to know how you feel about this. 
oh, I don't, I don't share feelings. And that is your normal. That is the way that you see situations. That is the way you act and react to somebody who's not used to that and sees from a different set of eyes. That's unnormal. They look at you weird. What do you mean you don't share feelings? I, I grew up in a situation where we had family meetings and we shared our feelings all the time. And I, and I speak from experience because that's, that's my family. My family had family meetings. Okay, let's, let's you know, tell your brother how you felt about this or how do you feel about this situation? So like I was saying, you know, we had family meetings and that's the way we handled things. So coming from that background, if you marry somebody who's not used to talking about feelings and who's not, you know, a feelings type person and they just never had that conversation to you, that's going to be weird. You're going to, you're not going to understand why wouldn't you share your feelings? And that also causes problems too, right? But if we take a step back and start to understand that everybody on the face of this planet has been raised a certain way. So why people do the things that they do traces all the back, all the way back to their childhood, right? So if you want to start doing some self-work on yourself, start with interviewing your parents Talk to your parents. Remember your childhood. And here's the thing. A lot of people, you know, they suffer trauma and stuff from their childhood. Everybody does in some way, shape, or form because they're raised by what? Most of the time, two people that aren't perfect that have their own issues. And it's not their fault necessarily per se. It's what they know. So we can't necessarily blame our parents for the way we are because that's not right either. Yeah, maybe, you know, you went through this or you went through that. But start looking at how they're raised, right? Understand your parents. Understand where they came from. If you understand where they came from, then you'll understand why they do what they do. And it'll make it easier for you to accept the things that were done upon you. And forgive them for that. It makes it easier. Why? It switches your perception, okay? It's like me putting the pictures up and then you you perceiving it in a certain way, but then I tell you, so, you know, I sw- I tell you what it is and your and your perception changes. It's like you looking at your childhood and the things that were done upon you a certain way, but then I put the picture up there of your parents and what they went through as kids, and now you look at what happened to you differently. Why? Because you know what it really is. You know that your parents knew what they knew and that's it. So they knew and understood exactly what their actions interpreted to, which then affected you and gave you these childhood wounds and traumas and stuff that you went through, right? So when you start working on yourself, it's great to work on yourself. It's great to read these books, these self-help books, Trust me, I'm on that journey right now. I've been on that journey for the last two, two and a half years, like hardcore, because I went through a life you know, change type situation that, that really projected me into that. But I've always been curious about self-help books and you know, think and grow rich and who moved my cheese and you know, because I was in sales for the longest time. Of course, those are the books that they tell you to read. And if you haven't been in sales before, then it's hard for you to kind of understand like that's what they, 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 
hey, read this book, you know, it helps you to kind of understand like, okay, if this sale doesn't work out or whatever, you get this no or whatever the case may be, right? It just helps you to understand. So I've always been into self-help books. I've always been into bettering myself. I went to, you know, men's retreats, uh, different types of retreats, getaways and, and counseling sessions and stuff. I always have been a big fan of working on myself. Why? Because I always want to be a better person for not only myself, and that's the big one, right? Do it for yourself. Don't do it for everybody else. But I also wanted to be a better father, father to my kids. I also wanted to be a better husband to my wife. I also wanted to be a better citizen to this world, to this country, right? I always wanted to be better for everybody else around me and myself because that's what it's all about. But getting back to what I was saying, okay, reading all those books is great. Now, what I'm about to say, don't take the wrong way, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Positive affirmations is great, but positive affirmations doesn't get rid of the wounds and the stories that you choose to tell yourself and hang on to. And sometimes it's hard for us as humans to let go of things because we don't see the things for what they really are. And if you don't see the things for what they really are, you can't, it's, it's, you could let go of them, but it makes it much harder. It makes it easier for you to let go when your perception changes. Just like in the picture, when I tell you what it really is. So when you go through something and I tell you, hey, this was done because that's what they knew or that's what this person has gone through and that's all they know. They didn't mean to directly like, I'm going to get you. This person, today I'm going to wake up, I'm going to get this person right now. Now, granted, there are some people out there like that. But the majority of the people don't wake up and say, I'm going to go hurt Casey today. I'm going to go hurt, you know, this person, Brian, Rebecca, or whatever your name is. I'm going I'm to hurt intentionally hurt them. That's not the case. Okay? They got, they've been going through things. They've been having a bad day, whatever it is, and you just happen to be in the way of that, in the way of their day. Interact with their day, and they're just off. They're negative, whatever the case is. But it's not aimed directly at you. So when you perceive the situation in that light, it allows you to just walk away from the situation without taking on their energy, without getting upset. You can understand, okay, that person, you know what, they went through X, Y, Z, or you know what, they just got fired, or they didn't get the promotion they wanted to get, so they're upset, okay? That's fine. It is what it is. It changes your perception on the situation. Now, I've been very big on perception. Why? Because if you change the way you look at all the situations that you encounter, you'll react differently. You'll act differently. You won't get upset as easily, as quickly, as usual, if you could understand the situation fully. Right? People say there's two sides to a story. I don't believe that. I believe there's three sides to a story. Why? Because you have this person. If you, Okay, if you have a couple, you have their point of view. You have the husband's point of view. You have the wife's point of view. And you have what really happened. Now, why do I say it like that? Now, this goes back to perception. Because on my Facebook, I, I posted a post today, right? And for those of you who haven't read it, 
Sorry, I had to clear my throat real quick. But those of you who haven't read it, you can't change anybody, period, right? But you definitely can't change the people who don't think they have a problem. If the person thinks that they don't have a problem and that's their perception of the situation, you're not going to be able to change their mind. You're not going to be able to help them change because in their mind, they don't have a problem even though they do or, or they may not. Maybe you're the one with the problem and you think they're, they have the problem, right? But it's all about perception. So let's get back to the situation, okay? Husband thinks the pen is black. Wife thinks the pen is blue. Then there's the truth. No, ladies and gentlemen, the pen's actually red, okay? So you have the husband's perception of the pen being a certain color. That's, that's the way they see things. Then you have the wife's perception of the pen being a certain color. That's the way she sees things. But then you have what really happened or what really it is, what color the pen really is. And it's different from what they're even saying. So you have an argument over something and nobody's right because the pen's actually red. It's not black or blue. But because of their separate perceptions and their separate ways that they see life and those separate traumas and stories and wounds that they carry around, they see that pen as being a certain color, even though it's not. I hope this is really starting to make sense because this is really powerful, ladies and gentlemen. This is to change any situation. You have to have an understanding of both sides. You have to have an understanding with you. First of all, it starts with you, right? We want to see change. Okay, great. That's awesome. Everybody talks about let's let, you know, the world needs to change. The government needs to change. The president needs, everything needs to change. Okay, but what you don't realize is, is you can't change things if they don't think there's a problem, right? And I'm going to use the United States as, as an example. If the United States doesn't think that the government's broken, why would they change it? Right? And I understand their point of view too, because in their eyes, it may work well. I mean, whatever the case is, I don't want to get into politics because that's not what this is about. And I don't like talking politics because right now there's a huge division in politics. But check this out. It goes back to perception, right? But it starts with yourself. So be the change that you want to see in the world. If you want if you're in a relationship and you want something to change, be that change. Start that change. Believe in that change by doing it within yourself first. I always tried to better myself because I wanted to see a change in my relationship. So in order to do that, you have to start with yourself. So in, uh, in order to understand both sides of the story, okay, why does, why does the wife see the pen as a different color than you do? Okay, let's try, to, let, let's try to break that down and understand, but let's start with me. Why do I see it the way that I do? Okay, well, I see the pen as being, let's say, black, because that's the set of eyes I'm looking through. Now let's examine the set of eyes I'm looking through. When I was a young kid, my mom told me that I couldn't play with blue pens. She hid all the blue pens in the house. All I could play with is black pens. I, I, all I could write with was black pens. I couldn't write with blue pens. Blue pens were the devil, they were evil. Whatever you were told as a kid. Now, this is an example. My mom really didn't say this. I love you, mom. <laughs> she really didn't say this, okay? But I'm just using this as an example, okay? It starts with you. That's why I'm using myself as an example, right? 
So my mom told me that blue pins are evil. They're nothing but trouble. Stay away from blue pins. What's that going to do? It's going to make you completely stay away from blue pins. Avoid blue pins. So your wife is like, oh, it's a blue pin. No, it's not. Blue pins are evil. It's a black pin. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying here? So now it's a black pin. Uh Uh-uh, it's not blue. Blue is evil. We can't have blue pins in this house. And that goes back all the way to your childhood to your mom telling you to stay away from blue pins. And then you're like, mom, thanks for that. I appreciate it. You caused a fight with me and my wife. Now you start understanding. Now, now you start, you want to blame your mom, right? Mom, thanks for that. You know, why'd you have to do that? Why'd you have to tell me stay away from blue pins? Now I'm going to fight with my wife and it's uncalled for. It's not even necessary. It's something that's completely stupid. We're fighting over, right? And now you're blaming your mom. Well, it's not your mom's fault. Look deeper than that. Okay, you start asking your mom. Ask your mom questions. Mom, why did you always tell me that blue pins are evil? Instead of blaming her, ask her questions. Try to find out why. Dig deeper. And your mom, what, is she, what does she tell you? What is most likely, what is she going to tell you? Okay, not 100%, but most likely what she's going to tell you is, my mom told me that blue pins are evil. She told me to stay away from blue pins. So that's why I told you to stay away from blue pins because they are evil. Now, I know this is a silly example, but listen to what, listen to the example itself, what I'm saying. Blue pins are not evil. Blue pins actually write really well. A lot of people love the color blue, especially in ink, right? They get tired of seeing black. When you fill out an application that's black and white, all the lines are black. So if you write in black pen, sometimes the black ink blends in with the lines and it just looks like, you know, a copied color or a a color copy or whatever. Everything looks the same, right? Sorry, I couldn't find the words to to really describe that for you. Sorry about that. But if you write with a blue pen, it adds some contrast to the the paper, right? So now you have these black lines and then you have blue ink. So now there's some contrast. So it's for some people, it's easier to read. It's easier on the eyes. Again, perception, right? And some people just don't care what color ink you you write in because they're just going to make a copy anyways on, on black and white and it turns out black anyways. But let's get back to your mom and what she said. Your mom told you when you started asking questions and digging deeper, your mom told you that her mom told her that blue pins were evil. And if her mom is still alive, you can call your great grandma or your grandma, I'm sorry, and interview her. And then most likely she's going to tell you, well, yeah, my mom told me that blue pins were evil too. You see what I'm saying? So it's passed on from generations to generations. You're only going to break the chain when you dive deep and understand where this came from. Now, you could break the chain without doing all that, right? You can. I'm not saying you can't because anything's possible. But it makes it a lot easier for you to break that chain and accept how you look at things when you do the research and dive deeper. And instead of blaming somebody, understand somebody don't blame them understand them right because all actions start with us your what you choose to do is your responsibility now that may be a program that you have in your head that you develop when you're a kid yes okay yeah but that program is still your responsibility to act out right because deep down when you really start looking at life deep down we're not the body 
okay? And I can prove that to you in one sentence. If you're the body, what happens when you die? You're dead, that's it, okay. That's it, you're dead. No. You have a soul, right? A spirit. You're alive, you have eternal life. I don't want to get too far into that concept because that's not what this podcast is about. But you came from somewhere and you can't take your body with you. They bury your body or they cremate it. They, they, they burn it, right? So you're not your body. Okay, are you, are you the emotions? Are you the thoughts and feelings and stuff? No, you're not. Your emotions are your guide system, I guess is the best way to explain it, right? Your guide system for life. Now, emotions can completely control us and take over us if we allow them to. But when you start going through life, realizing who you truly are, and that's when empowerment comes into place, right? I love speaking about empowerment because people don't really understand empowerment. There's some people that think empowerment's like, yeah, I got to rise to the top. I got to be president. I got to do this. I got to make these laws. I got to do... No, that's not empowerment. Empowerment's not external. Empowerment's not a raise. It's not amount of money that you make. That's not empowerment, right? Empowerment is the ability to find out who you really are and we're the soul. We're like, if you could, if you could harness the power of your soul and sit in that seat instead of the seat of your emotions, that's empowerment. It allows you to look at life way differently, right? I wouldn't have to tell you the answer to what the picture really is. You'll already see it. You already know it. You already feel it. So your perception wouldn't change because you already knew. That's empowerment. It's seeing life from a different light. It's... it's Going through life knowing that people react. Okay? People, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people just running around here and people say, oh, yeah, you know, they, they need to do this, that, the other, or they need to do that, or whatever. Well, first of all, you can't control nobody. And first of all, second of all, they don't need to do anything. They don't need to do anything that you want them to do. They don't. The only thing that you're responsible for and the only thing that you are allowed to judge is yourself. That's it. Well, hey, you are the limit. Then, you know, you say that, you know, well, okay, why are we judging other people? Because that's what the media and everything around us has taught us to do. Judge. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm Christian and, and Catholic and I believe in God. And a lot of people say that only God can judge us. Now, I have a different belief than other people do, okay? I don't believe that God judges us. I believe God accepts us. He already knows we're going to come to earth and make mistakes. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're we're here to make mistakes. We're here to learn and grow. So he ain't going to judge us based on our, our mistakes. Now, there's, I mean, karmic debt and all this other stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of different things right? That you can get into. And I don't want to get too far into that because that's another rabbit hole, right? Religion is a a, a rabbit hole just as much as politics. So I don't go too far into either of those because everyone is entitled to the way they look at things. Again, and that stems back to their childhood. 
Let's talk about racism for, for an example. Racism is learned. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, racism is learned. It's taught. We see our parents and how they act to a certain race. What are you going to do? You're going to act that same way unconsciously towards that race. Why? Because that's how you're programmed to act to that certain race. You may not even mean to do it. It just happens. It's a subconscious programming that you're gifted when you're a child. Now you're like, oh, that, that, that sucks. That's, that's a horrible gift. <laughs> right? Like what if you're on Christmas and you open that gift and it's like you open the gift of, of seeing you know, a race a certain way and it's not good. Right? You're all disappointed. The good news is as much as a program is learned, a program could also be replaced, unlearned and replace it with something better. So it's, it is a gift in a way of we, we can rise above and learn something new, right? But you have to come to the realization and change your perception. You got to change that programming that you're given as a kid. So when I'm talking about perception, I'm talking about the way you see things. And the way you see things is subconsciously gifted from when you're a kid. Because that's how your surroundings saw things, right? So my kids are... are they're growing up in an instant gratification type environment. You order something on Amazon, they're same day service. You can get it that day if you order it in the morning, right? Or you get it the very next day. My kids don't understand sending something through the mail and getting it like three weeks later. They don't understand that. So what they're being taught and conditioned is to expect everything as Amazon delivers. Right? They ask me, hey, can I get some cereal? And I'm like, yeah, hold on. I'm in the middle of doing dishes or whatever. Dad, I'm hungry. Can I get some cereal? Yeah, you sure can. You could use your two legs and two hands to get it. You see what I'm saying? But that's their perception on things. Now, all perceptions, I'm saying, wasn't all gifted to your parents. It is also gifted by your environment as well. And that's a perfect example of environment. Right? My kids are, they're, I mean, even us, like I'm a young adult, even, even I'm growing up, you know, in in a world of, of instant gratification. (laughs) There's times where I click on something on my computer and if it takes more than 30 seconds, I'm like, what the heck is this? Man, Amazon would have a fit right now. They would have a fit right now if they, they knew it took longer than 30 seconds to, to make this happen. (laughs) You know, you start saying all kinds of weird things, (laughs) right? So, I mean, we do it too. But it's learned behavior, it's conditioned behavior, right? It's funny in the book, Who Moved My Cheese? That's a classic. If you haven't read it, please do. Right? We're used to going to a certain place for something. You go, you go, you go, you go, you go. Perfect example of who moved my cheese was COVID, okay? Everything shut down. Everything. You went to your barber shop your favorite barber Larry was cutting your hair or your beauty shop or whatever you know Susie was was uh, curling your hair all nice and, and, and good shut down now who curls your hair now who cuts your hair you start freaking out people started freaking out buying up toilet paper and all this other stuff and then you go to the store there's no toilet paper now what it's a perfect example of who moved my cheese but guess what 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 has people done now now they figured out zoom now they figured out how to do things 
a different way. They either figured out how to do it a different way or they sat down on their butt and, and complained about it and starved to death, right? But we were forced to learn something new. And as much as COVID's been a pain in the butt, <laughs> right? It has. And let's admit it, it has. It's inconvenienced a lot of people, families and everybody. But it gave everybody an opportunity to perceive things differently. To be grateful for the small things, for toilet paper to wipe your butt, ladies and gentlemen, right? For Kleenex to blow your nose, for Lysol Lysol wipes to to wipe your counters or, or clean the things with, right? Or even just a Lysol spray. It gave us a whole new appreciation for the small things. And I think, honestly, nah. I know there's some people outside the United States that listen to this podcast. And I want to take a quick second to, to, to thank those people as well. But I want to thank everybody who listens to this podcast. But I don't want to get off topic. So, in the United States, right, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. Everything shut down. Everybody's freaking out. But it caused everybody to look at life differently. Right? Okay, yeah, we got to wear masks. Okay, we got to stay six feet apart and all this other stuff. Okay. Yeah. And small businesses were affected and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I can tell you the the tale of two restaurants real quick. Right? You have two restaurants within a mile of each other. COVID hits. They're both doing well before COVID. Everybody loved them. They're great. Great restaurants. Great customer service, management, the whole nine. Right? They're both successful restaurants. The only thing that changed was COVID. One thing changed, that's it. One shut down and one went out of business. The other one thrived. Why? Because they shifted their perception on the way they do things. Right? One sat back and complained about COVID. And this is crap. I can't believe this. They're shutting me down. I'm a food restaurant. How am I going to provide for my family? Yada, 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 right? People could only listen to that talk for so long before they tune you out and they stop listening. And you go out of business. Then there's the other restaurant down the street. Okay, guys, this does suck, okay? It's horrible. But I believe there's different ways that we can do business. We can stay open and we could all feed our families. So let's try something new. And what happened? The restaurant down the street started doing a drive-in service, a takeout service. Switched things up, changed their perception, ladies and gentlemen. Perception. That's the key word today. It's like, I don't know if anybody is familiar with Pee Wee's Playhouse, but they say the word of the day and everybody screams, ah, right? Perception. So if you want, whenever I say the word perception, we can scream too. That's cool. <laughs> Just trying to add a little fun, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, lighten up a little bit. Can't all be serious now. But what they did was they changed their perception. They shifted the way they do things, right? You got to be able to, you got to be lying on your feet, be able to shift. Boom. Those who could do that will be successful in life. The people who can't do that are going to have a really hard time. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. The only thing, and I mean the only thing in your life that is constant is change. Your life's always going to change. That I can guarantee you. I can't guarantee that you're always going to have money coming in through the door, right? Look what happened with COVID. I can't guarantee that. But I can guarantee you one thing. 
change is always going to happen. It's always going to be present. And it's up to you and your perception on what you do with that change. See, that restaurant did a drive-in service. Not only, not only, ladies and gentlemen, are they, are they thriving? Are they doing good? But they're doing even better. They're doing better than before. Why? Because they don't have to pay for certain things. They don't have to pay for, you know, uh, employees to do these long, uh, you know, wait tables and all this other stuff. So now their profits went up a little bit. And you have people that, that you know what, they got tired of cooking at home. So they're like, heck yeah, we want takeout. Yeah, we'll go through this drive-thru even though there's a long line. I don't care because I don't have to cook. Everybody got tired of cooking and all this other stuff. So they went through that drive-thru. Now, I generalized this scenario, okay? But there is stories out there like that. There are. It's factual. There's restaurants that have shut down and then down the street, another restaurant has thrived because they shifted their perception. So the whole purpose, okay? I want to tie this I want to tie this up, wrap this up. The whole purpose of all those fun pictures and stuff I was doing on TikTok, all those videos was to prove the point of perception. Ah, there's the, the, the Pee-wee's Playhouse word of the day right there. Perception. And the way you shift your perception is you first understand why you perceive the things the way that you do. And if you can do that, not only will you get better, but the effects will also trickle into your relationship and not just your marriage or the significant other, but also the relationships with the people around you. Your sons, your daughters, your friends, your family, everything will start changing when you shift your perception and you'll notice that other people are, start, are starting to treat you a little different too. Good or bad. You know what? And I say bad because there are some people out there you start, you know, shifting your perception and they're like, whoa, this, this, this new, this new person. I don't like this new person. Trust me, when you start doing changes to yourself, you're going to lose friends. That's just the way it is. Okay. You're going to outgrow some people. You're going to realize that certain people weren't serving you anyways. The list goes on. Okay. So when you start changing yourself, just realize that not everybody's going to be on board, but that's okay. You're changing yourself for the better. But to shift your perception, understand why. Take the time to understand why you think and see things the way that you do. And when you do that, you'll be so much more grateful and more forgiving to what you've been through in your life. In in childhood and even through your teenage years and early adulthood, whatever you've been through. I mean, even in your 20s, let's say you went to a club and you got raped or you got bullied, you got in a fight or you got stabbed or whatever it is. That person perceives life a certain way. And when you could understand perception and the concept of it, it's a very powerful tool that you can take with you into your daily life. So when you're walking down the street and somebody bumps into you and says, get out of the way, you perceive them as having a bad day instead of them purposely like, oh, I'm, oh see him? Okay, I'm gonna bump into him. I'm gonna make his day miserable. Because it's not always like that. But then that goes back to your perception on the way events take place in your life. And when you can understand perception, it keeps your vibrations high. Why do they keep them high? Because you don't allow yourself to get triggered. You don't allow yourself to get upset easily anymore. So it's, it's easier for you to stay in a positive mood. 
it's easier to keep your vibrations high. So that way, when you go back to manifestation, what does that do? Okay, manifestation, check it out. I'm going to go over it real quick. I'm going to review it real quick. You could manifest something. You could ask for something. But if your vibration doesn't stay high, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. Why? Because when, when your vibrations are low, here comes the doubt. Here comes, I don't deserve this, or I don't need this, or I, why am I asking for this, or why am I asking for that? But when your vibrations are high, you're like, yeah, I can't wait to get that thing. It's going to be great. I'm going to share this with my kids or my wife or my husband or whatever. We're going to have a good time. See the difference? And how do you keep your vibrations higher? Is by perception. Changing your perception. It makes it easier for you to stay right there. Keep your chest high, your chest pump. Uh. You know, like Tony Robbins says, make your move, right? Your superhero move. But it's hard to do that when you can't perceive things as, as not directly directed towards you. So I hope that my pictures that I put on TikTok and, and put on um, you know, Instagram and, and, and Facebook and stuff, these videos that I've been doing, this podcast right here ties all that in. And I really hope that it hits home for you and I hope that you guys appreciate the information that I'm bringing because I bring information that has helped me in my life. And that's the whole point of this podcast, the stuff that I've learned to help change myself. Now I'm in turn gifting it back to you who's hearing it, right? To change yourself, not change other people, but change yourself. So ladies and gentlemen, I invite you. When you're changing your perception, when you're starting to look at things differently, dig deep on why you do the things that you do, why you see things the way you see them and why you think the way you think. It starts with you, but it also starts with your childhood, right? What you've been through as a child. And that goes back to your guardians. Sit down and have a conversation with them. Understand them. If you could understand your guardians and why they did the things that they do, you will understand yourself so much better and so much easier and you'll be able to forgive yourself and forgive your guardians for whatever they did upon you that much easier. Now, if your parents or guardians have deceased, ask other people who knew them, right? Dig deep, but go about it with an open mind and not with hard feelings, but with a complete open mind. That's my challenge to you guys. So let's change this world. I want to change this world. How about you? Wouldn't you like to see a more loving world? Starts with us, ladies and gentlemen. Us as ourselves. It starts with us. So let's change our perception and watch the things around us change. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate you guys. I love you guys. My brothers and sisters in this world. I love y'all. All All you guys. Take care of yourselves. If you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me. Get in touch with me. Again, my Instagram is you are the limit underscore mindset matters. You are the limit underscore mindset matters. You could also catch me at you are the limit on Facebook and K C Husler H E U S L E R at Facebook. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I love every single one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear from you. Email me at info at youarethelimit.com or youarethelimit 
at yahoo.com. Also, check out my website for a little bit more information about myself, about what I do at youarethelimit.com. Thank you so much. Check out my other episodes. You can catch me on Stitcher, Overcast, iTunes, CastBox, Spotify. I'm all over the place. Thank you so much and God bless.